Investor Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Now, how do you retire in three years, just three years, basically quit your job in three years by investing in real estate? Well, that's what we're going to show you how to do today. Now, we have Charles Rose Jr. on here with me. He's one of my coaching students who now becomes a part of Master Passive Income because he's done such an amazing job. He's got so much insight. So, Charles, thanks for being here on the show, showing us how you are basically going to be able to quit your job in two, maybe three years. It is great to be here, Dustin. And I'm, I'm it's just mind-blowing to think that, wow, like, you know, we I started investing in real estate and learned your whole system. And now... My wife and I, we are getting so close to financial independence. It's just, we are so thankful. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, we're going to walk everybody through every single step to get to where they can be financially independent and basically quit their job. Now, hey, everybody. My name is Dustin Heiner with Master Passive Income. I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just over broke job by investing in real estate rental property so you never ever have a work a job again. Now, we're gonna show you literally the step-by-step process that we use, that you can use to invest in real estate and be able to quit your job. Now, I will say all these different steps, there's so much more to learn in each one of these steps. Every single one of these, I have in the link in the description, I have videos of every single one in much more detail showing you. So I'm gonna give you the broad overview of everything. We're gonna walk you through how we did it and with all the steps you need to do. But to get more details, check in the description for all of those. Now, the first thing you need to do to be able to quit your job in three years or to retire in three years investing in real estate is to calculate your financial independence number. Basically, you need to figure out how much money you need coming in from your rental properties in order to not have to work your job. Now, it's not like replacing how much money you make from your job. It's not necessarily that. It's figuring out how much money you have in expenses. What are your total expenses every single month? And then you need to know that so you can make sure you have enough money passive income coming in from rental properties to cover those expenses. And I would also say you also need to make sure you get over that because you want to save money. So whatever you're getting your expenses, figure out how much you are also saving and add that to that number as well. Let me give you a quick example of how that's going to work. If you buy one rental property and here at Master Passive Income, we shoot for $250 a month in passive income from every single property that we buy. That's $3,000 a year in passive income. Now, let's say we bought 10 properties. If we buy 10 properties, that's $2,500 a month in passive income. That's $30,000 a year not working, like literally not doing a thing. It's amazing how that you scale it up. 20 properties is $60,000. Now, if you had 20 properties in one month, that's $5,000. If your expenses were $4,000 a month, you have $1,000 over that. Your financial independence number is already eclipsed by your passive income. Now, Charles, talk to us about how you figured out your financial independence number. And then what was your process to say, I'm going to start buying property after property so that you can reach that where you can retire and quit your job in less than three years. Yeah. So, so when, when I, I looked at all of, of, of my expenses, what, and I looked at everything in detail, I love spreadsheets. So I use an Excel spreadsheet and I went through and look at all of my monthly expenses 
car payment, insurance, every single thing that can pop up. I even look at things like, you know, like one one-time payments that you pay a year, such as car taxes or or whatever other one-time payments you you have subscriptions, you know. You know, sometimes my wife and I we watch, you know, these um programs like Netflix, right? And so all of that I calculate all of those all of that down to the penny and determine how much I needed to um to to, to reach that financial independence number. And and like Dustin say, something that's so important that you also have to consider is is saving. You need to be able to save. So I like that example that you gave Dustin. Whereas if you're making five thousand in passive income and you have you know, four thousand expenses, well, you have that one thousand dollar buffer in there, so you can be able to in case something comes up. So that's pretty much how I calculated mine. So Dustin is just looking at all of my expenses, including savings and everything. And it is like I mentioned earlier, it's just mind blowing to think like, wow, I'm I'm almost at that point where I can can retire early. And so after two years, less than two years of investing, you're basically nine hundred dollars away from having and reaching the financial independence number to be able, if you wanted to, quit your job. Now, not everybody has the goal of quitting your job. That was my goal when I was 26 years old. I said I am tired of working for somebody else, even though it's only been a few years. And I said, I'm going to quit my job in 10 years. And I did the exact same thing. I figured out how much my expenses were. In fact, my I'm not that smart. So my wife was the one doing the budgeting and expenses and all that sort of stuff. So we knew we needed about $4,200 a month in passive income to replace the income from our job. And that was just for the expenses. And then I shot over that. Like I said, well, if I get to $4,200, I need to make more. So I got to, I think, $6,500 a month. Then I was at finally, I was like, okay, now I feel comfortable to be able to quit my job. I had $6,500 a month at the time. That was like five years ago now. And so we're blessed to have more properties and now it's even grown even more. It's just been so much better as you buy in more and more properties. Now, the next thing that you need to do is figure out how many properties that you need to own in order to reach that financial independence number and eclipse it or make more than what your financial independence number is. And I just gave you the big example of if you have one property, remember we shoot for $250 a month in passive income from every single property. We add up all our expenses, we figure out how much we could rent it for, and that difference, we subtract the income minus the expenses, that difference is our passive income. If we shoot for $250 a month, in every single property, which is what I strongly suggest, all my students, we always go over $250 a month. That's $3,000 extra dollars a year. You know, if your boss came to you and said, hey, I want to give you an extra $3,000 a year, you'd be like, heck yes, of course. Just buy one property. You got $3,000 extra a year. So what you need to do is figure out how many properties you need. Let's just give you a random example. If you needed $2,500 a month just for your bare bones expenses, that's not, you know, do eating out, that's just like bare bones. $2,500 a month. Well, all you need is 10 properties at $250. Let's say you have a, you're living in a more expensive neighborhood or, you know, you live in California, which is really expensive. You need $5,000 a month. You maybe you have four kids like I do and you need $4,500. But let's say you have, you need a $5,000 a month. That's only 20 properties at the minimum of $250. I have some properties that I make literally like $700 a month in passive income. I have one property that's like $800. I have another property that's like $500. That's the minimum. So as long as we shoot for the minimum and we keep, and I use it like a baseball analogy, every property that we buy, it could be a single, that's where we're making $250 a month. It could be a double, you know, you hit a double, it's maybe making $325 a month. Maybe you might be hitting a triple, it's like almost to $400 a month. You could get a home run, you're like $500 a month or more. That's a home run. Not every property needs to be a home run. As long as we're getting on base, 
getting on base, getting that $250 a month in passive income, we can get to our goal very, very quickly because some property is gonna do much, much better. And so if you follow all, and remember every single video, everything I've ever taught, go in the description for all this, every single one of these steps because everything in here, there's, it's a building block. We gotta be building the business. We need to be doing it right so that we can be surprised on the good end. We were shooting for $250 and like, oh my goodness, like we did so much better. We're making $350 a month. Charles, as you were going through the process of, okay, here's my financial freedom number and buying properties, how did you figure out what was the total number of properties that you needed? Yeah, so so what I was what, when, as as I was looking through it, you know, at first I started off with 250 as the baseline, and then as I started to to get more properties, you know, sometimes um, like Dustin say, sometimes you'll hit a home run, and so you know, on 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 one or two properties, I I got like 500, you know, 500 in cash flow, and you know, some some maybe 250, some maybe 350. So what I do is I love numbers, and I love spreadsheets, and and so I, I I look at my finances every month, and so what I do is I I look at my actual income, my actual cash flow, and then see how how many more properties I need you know, at $250 a month. And so, and, and because my, because my actual uh, cash flow is so much more than 250 per property, it, it helps me to reach my financial independence goal even quicker. So I, that's how I look at it. Actual plus what I, my projected amount of property is at 250. And so the better you do, the quicker you'll reach your financial independence goal. That's absolutely right. Same with me. Now, the next step is you need to create and live on a budget. If you're starting from zero, number one, you need education. You need to learn how to do it. I have my real estate wealth builders. In fact, I actually wanna give you my real estate investing course absolutely for free. You check in the description, it'll be a link, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. All one word, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. I will literally give you my free real estate investing course so you can get in there and start learning. That's the first thing you need to do is learn. Next thing you need to do, hit the like button if you're watching this on YouTube. Hit the like button so YouTube shows us some more people because we wanted so many people to learn how to do this because it's it's life changing. Now, after you have already done that, now what you need to do is create a budget and a, and live on that budget. Now, what's gonna that's going to do is going to help you to not overspend. Now, the reason why we live on a budget is because when we buy a property, that's $250 more coming in. That's $250 more in passive income in your pocket. You may be tempted to spend that money. Don't. Absolutely do not spend that money coming in because you want to save that money to buy the next property. That's $250 extra a month to buy the next property. In one year, that's $3,000 extra to buy that next property. Now, at first, when you're buying your first property, it's slow going. The passive income's slow coming in. But once you get two and three more properties, then you get more passive income. Imagine you start having 10 properties. That's literally $30,000 extra a year in passive income that you can buy another property. That's your 11th property. Save another. That's another $30,000 a year for another year. Then that's a, your 12th property. You keep doing that plus all the different financing ways. I even have an entire video showing you how to finance 14 different ways to get financing for your properties. Check the link in the description for that as well. But as you're doing this, what you're doing is you're figuring out, I am not going to overspend. I'm going to save money because every, this is my, my thought. And I want you guys to think of this. Every penny that did not go to my next rental property, if it went to a vacation, if it went to go buy a steak dinner, instead of eating top ramen or something like that, every penny that went someplace else was a 
day, a month, a year later than me being able to retire, quit my job in three years. So keep that in mind. You want to keep a budget and live on the budget so that you can save more money. Absolutely, Dustin. And and, and sticking to that budget is is so key when when you're going through this process. There's going to be some times where 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 you know something pops up. That that's just life. But when you stick to that budget, it's going to help you to reach your goal even quicker. And and sometimes we're so used to just spending, 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 but having a budget is a it's literally a a financial freedom plan. It helps you to get to to wherever you're going quicker. And when you when you start to live on that budget, that's going to help you for when you're able to retire. You're going to know exactly the number of, you know the the, mon- the amount of money you spend each month. And in, and that's that's one of the only ways this this it'll work is if you stick to that budget. And the next step is so profound for me because I never did this. When you think about the rich people. Rich people do not live paycheck to paycheck. If they're wealthy, they have money, they can do whatever they want, they don't need to work, they don't live paycheck to paycheck. The reason why is because of this one term, and I love this term, it's from The Richest Man in Babylon. It's a book by Rich, uh, George S. Clausen, fantastic book, Richest Man in Babylon. It's pay yourself first. Now, I know you might think, okay, I pay myself first. Well, I, I, you know, I bought a cell phone. That's paying my cell phone first, or I pay for my cell phone bill, or I pay myself first by, you know, buying coffee. That's not paying yourself first. Paying yourself first is saving for investing. So the next step is paying yourself first and saving that money for investing. My suggestion is work your way to 10% of your income. You can save, let's say you make $1,000 a week. You save $100 in one month, that's $400. You set that aside to buy more properties. As you do that, you're going to have more money to buy even more properties. So pay yourself first and save for future investing. Now, Charles, is that something that you do? Like, do you keep rolling that money over and over and over into more properties and you continually pay yourself first even after you already have a lot of properties? Yes, absolutely. That is something that that I've always been doing, just um, always saving 10%. And I started at ten percent, and as you know, time go by, I was able to do more. And so, and so, what I do, Dustin, whenever I get a raise or a bonus, tax return, stimulus check, whatever it may be, is you know, I already have a budget. I already know what I need to to live on each month, and so the extras I'll put it over into my investment account. And so, you know, so I, I don't know where I'm at right now. Um, I guess I need to put that on my spreadsheet, but I, I'm probably close to maybe, I don't know, maybe about 30% or something of, of um, saving each month. And then my real estate business, um, I literally use, I, I, I reinvest all of the money <laughs> back into the business. And that's just, that's just what I'm doing right now, Dustin, just to, to help me grow my business faster. I love that. I do exact same thing. Even now, after I have so many properties, I just we have plenty of money coming in. I still keep my expenses low, and I'm literally saving like 50, 60 percent just because my expenses are still low because I don't really need to buy more things. I don't need to do that. I just keep saving to buy more properties. All this stuff I could literally give to my kids. I could give to my grandkids. I'm creating generational wealth for myself and my family. Now, the next step is a huge, huge step. Now, we're talking about quitting your job in three years or being able to re- retire in three years by investing in real estate, Charles's proof it's absolutely possible. I've had many students who've actually done it as well. Next step is crucial. You need to build the business first. A lot of people might teach, p- people who teach investing in real estate, that your property 
is a business. No, 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 we don't believe that. We believe that we have a business that has properties in it as inventory. Every single property, I have 30 plus properties, all of them, I look at them as inventory. I'm not attached to any property, like I don't love every property. They're inventory. That's what makes me money. My business is what houses everything that makes everything run. So you need to build the business first. And again, I have videos and everything showing you how to do that. Check the link in the description. And in fact, we also have the Real Estate Wealth Builders membership where I literally walk people through and group coaching. We have all the courses, literally everything that they need to do this. Now, we teach how to build the business first. Charles, how crucial was it for you in being able to quit your job in three years or retire in three years? How crucial was it to build the business first for you? It was so crucial. It, it, it is definitely one of the most important things. And I and I think, Dustin, and as a matter of fact, I know for sure that building my business first was, was so instrumental in helping my business to be successful because, you know, that, that's one, that's why you tell it, all the students, you know, build your business first. Don't just go ahead and, you know, some gurus, right? So-called gurus will, will tell you, just buy the property, you know, you know, find a property, find a good area, buy the property, collect your rents. It's, it's so much more than that to have a successful business. And so what I'm so glad, I'm so thankful, praise the Lord, that I was able to build my business first the right way before I get in each area that I'm investing and, and it's paying off so much by by doing that having the right property manager in place the right uh the right realtors the right um uh, let's see uh, home home repairs so so you need like contractors so having all that so when i when i buy a property i have all of that in place already for my business to thrive and be successful it's fantastic when you build the business first what you're going to do is you're going to set yourself up for success. You're going to have experts that literally live in the area, that know the area, that work in the area, that have other properties, that do all this stuff. They're literally there making sure that your business runs right because when you make money, they make money. That's the great thing about this business. There's so little money coming out of your pocket to pay for people. In fact, here's a funny thing. I don't pay my taxes. I don't pay my insurance. I don't pay my property manager. I don't pay to repair anything. I don't pay any of that stuff. My tenants pay for all of those things. I don't pay for any of that stuff. So when we build the business first, we make sure that our tenants are paying for all these professionals, these experts that we are investing in and having them run our business. Now, the next step, what we need to do is we need to buy our first property. In fact, Charles and I just recorded a video, check the link in the description for that video where we walk you through the entire process of buying that first property. But I'll quickly give you a broad overview of how to buy that first property. Obviously, we're building the business first. We also need to find the right area of the country to invest. We don't need to invest in the same state that we live in. We actually, all my students, we invest all over the country. Wherever there's a good property that we can build the business, people want to rent and make passive income from, we can make passive income on. We're going to buy it. We're going to build the business. So we need to find the right area. We need to build the business. We need to put in multiple offers. Charles, you love putting in multiple, I'm going to say love, but you're really good at putting in multiple offers. How important is it for us when we're buying our first property to put in multiple offers? It is extremely important to put in multiple offers. It's it's like anything in life. When you do more of it, if you if you if you're playing the piano, if you if you practice more, you'll be better. Just like putting in offers, if you put in more offers, you will be better at it. And so and and we just, you know, on, on one of the wealth builders coaching call, we we had um, a, a couple students who who had who had a concern like, you know, what if you put in um, 10 offers and all get accepted? You know, what are you going to do? 
right? That's a good and, problem. And <laughs> it's a good, that's right, Dustin. It is a good problem to have if you get multiple offers because there are so many things that you can do. And, and you know, I mean, this isn't the call for, or, or the, or the uh, session to talk about it, but there's so many other videos. But, you know, you can you could literally, you know, buy them all if you have the funding for it, right? Dustin got two properties under contract before and, and he bought all two. You know, praise the Lord, he was able to have the finance to do it. You could wholesale it. So many other things to do. And, and you know, check out that video that Dustin's going to put in the show notes that we, where we talk about it more. But putting in offers is so important putting in multiple offers so you could to help you build your business and scale it up. And when you're putting in multiple offers, you're finding multiple properties, putting in lower priced offers where they're asking $100,000, you might be putting in for 78,000 and you're going to negotiate. And so if you have a really good deal, you're going to find somebody that's going to want to invest with you, buy it from you, or you can get it yourself. I mean, it's not an issue for or when you're putting in multiple offers. Now, the next step is you need to create an aggressive. I mean, personally, I think it's an aggressive goal or an aspirational goal for you. Like, okay, I need 20 properties by the time my three years is up. So you realizing, okay, I want to quit in three years. I want to retire in three years by investing in real estate. I need 20 properties to get there. Well, you need to create an aggressive goal. See how many properties you need to buy every single, not year, because we only have three years, every single month. How many properties you need to buy? Or maybe it could be um, once a month or, or two a month or every other month. Figure out what that is and work your way backwards. Now, what I will say, as you are doing that, in the beginning, it's going to be slower to buy the first property, the second, third, fourth property. Towards the back end, you're probably going to be buying like maybe two a month because you have more private money, you might have hard money, you might have financing, you might have whatever it might be, and you're getting more deals because your business has built up over time. What I did... It was, I think I bought one first year, two the next year, and then four the year after that, and then like eight the year after that, and then like 10 the year after that. I just kept growing just because it like substantially grew and faster and faster because I had more passive income coming in. Imagine if you had 10 properties, that's an extra $30,000 a year in passive income coming in. So Charles, when you said, I, I remember we were doing one-on-one coaching and you said, well, I want to have 12 properties. By the end of this year, how did that go? I like what did I what did I share with you, and how did you get that worked out? Yeah, so yes, I I remember you, you. I remember when we spoke about that, and and what the, one of the first things that we did was created a plan to get there, and a part of that plan was was um, exactly as as we're talking about today is putting in multiple offers. You know, putting in at least three to five offers a day, even more. We, you know, my wife and I, we sometimes we put in ten to twelve offers a day, and that was so important to 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 help us reach that goal. And you know, just having this having that big goal was it. it, it you know, we were able to to close. You know, we we did not reach the, the twelve that year. We but but we were able to close six properties, which is you know, which is still pretty good. And that's very good. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 um, and like Dustin said, I, I, I really like Dustin, how, how you mentioned, you know, it, it it's going to be a bit slow in the beginning, right. You know, when you get in those first couple properties, but the more experience you get, the more private money that you'll be able to access on hard money in lots of other ways to buy more properties. And the more you do it, you'll meet people, you'll find off market deals. You'll, um, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll network with other investors who, who may, who may tell you what's working for them. And so you're gonna, you're gonna be able to buy a lot more properties just as time goes by getting that experience. So 
please don't be discouraged in your first um, or second year. That's just how it is sometimes just for you to get yourself off the ground. But you have to continue putting in those offers, continue uh, going through all these steps that we're talking about today. And it will work. Dustin did it. He has many other students who, who did it. And, and, and I'm doing it right now. And, and I'm really, really close to, to reaching that financial independence goal. I've coached hundreds of people to invest in real estate. In fact, I could teach anybody literally how to invest in real estate. The harder part is getting them to realize that they can do it, that it's not scary, that they all they need is a coach, somebody to help them, to guide them through the process. And remember, get my free real estate investing course. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Check the link in the description for that. But that is alone has helped so many people to realize that they can do it and the steps that they need to take and they can actually do that. Now, the next step after you've already done all these things, you need to get creative and find more ways to get financing to buy all these many properties that you're going to be doing. And you need to start talking to lots and lots of people. In fact, I have a whole video where I walk through 14 different ways that I have used and my students have used to get funding for their rental properties. Check the link in the description for that video where I walk through 14 different ways. But you need to get Lots and lots of ways. You need to have so many people that are wanting to give you private money or hard money lenders or conventional loans or commercial loans or home equity line of credits or a refinance. All these different ways, you want to make sure you have this so you can buy properties because the most limiting factor for most people when they're investing is money, access to money to actually buy the property. When in fact, Charles and I, we're at the point now where not just our money, but other investors' money and people that want to invest with us, hard money lenders, commercial lenders, mortgage brokers want to give us money. We have so much money that we just need more deals. If we just got more deals, we'd be able to buy more properties. At the first, it's going to seem hard where you're like, oh, I don't have enough money. It's going to flip. Once you have the experience, now you need to have the deals. Once you get to the point where they're rolling in, you have the deals and the funding, it's going to make it so much more simple to where you can quit your job and be retired in three years by investing in real estate. And so as you're doing everything, be looking out for more ways. And I've found that the more people that I tell that I'm a real estate investor, the more people tell me, well, how can I do it? And can I give you money to invest? Can I have you invest my money? And so I can't, I, I can't even count how many people have actually wanted me to invest their money or they want to invest their money with me. And it's so much better when you are known as an investor, you have the experience, you have so many contacts. Charles, you've done lots and lots of deals and used hard money, uh, private money, your own finance. You've used so many different ways to get financing, haven't you? I have indeed. And and, and going back to that video, 14 ways to, to, to fund your properties that you that you created. It, it's, I mean, these ways work. I mean, we, I mean, Dustin, I remember us going through the process. I mean, we've literally used a, a signature loan, a personal loan to buy a property. Uh, we've used we've used private money. Oh, most I, of my I've used credit cards. I, I've honestly yeah. used credit cards to buy properties, and I made yeah. money. And I'm out of the credit card now, and I still make money from the property. So yes, absolutely. That's pretty wild that you use a credit card. Like <laughs> literally, <laughs> it's like you swiped a credit card and bought a property, right? <laughs> well, you probably got like a cash advance or something. It was a like cash that. advance, yes, yes. <laughs> but that is, I mean, is is so many different ways to 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 fund, and I think. A lot of times when 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 we get into real estate, we think, you know, how am I going to fund this my, my deal? You know, you know, much more. How am I going to fund all these other deals to be financially uh, uh, independent? And 
it's, it's so many different ways that you can that you can do and definitely check out that video that dustin created 14 ways uh, to to finance or get funding for your property it's going to help you to think of so many different ideas and and the thing about it you don't even have to do all 14 you know just pick pick the best three or four that 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 works for you and just go out and just do it you know, you'll be so surprised to see that there's so much funding in so many different ways. Even if you have a low credit score, there, there's also ways that you can get funding. Hard money lenders, they, they don't look at your credit score. A lot of them don't look at your credit score. They, they, they just look at the investment. Same thing as private money inv investors or private money lenders. So go out and, and find the best way that works for you. Yeah. What's interesting in our last coaching call. So we have the real estate wealth builders where we have group coaching, have my courses and, and uh, student success program, all that sort of stuff. And one of the group coaching calls, we had a lot of people asking about private money, how to get private money, how to make sure you're protected, all that sort of stuff. And even um, hard money, how to utilize that. So on the calls that we have in the Real Estate Wealth Builders, we share our own personal experiences and coach people through the entire process. So if you haven't checked out the Real Estate Wealth Builders, it's going to be a great, great way for you to actually get coaching and education all at the same time for a low monthly price. Now, the next step that we need to do is we need to aggressively continue to put in more and more offers. Now, What's going to happen is after you get five, six, seven properties, you're going to realize that you have lots of ways that people bring you, just like you have lots of ways to get financing, you're going to have a lot of people bringing you deals. I have so many investors or realtors or wholesalers or other people, even property managers say, hey, Dustin, here's a good property. You want to buy it? I have so many deals coming in because I'm known as an investor. So people want to sell me properties. So you want to be continually trying to go after more and more properties, shoot for your goal. Remember, if your goal is 20 properties in three years, keep going for that property or that property number. Just like Charles says, he was shooting for 12. He got to six. Most people barely get to one in one year. He's got to six. So if you shoot for 20, you get to 10. Well, man, you're almost there. Like you're halfway there. It's going to be so much faster. And the last thing that we want to do is we want to start looking for how to scale our business, not just with you know, commercial or conventional loans, we need to start looking for commercial loans, loans that are not just a regular bank. We want to make sure that we also have commercial loans. I've even used bundled loans. I've used portfolio loans, another one way, way you can, two way, new ways I just brought up that you can use. I've used those as commercial loans. The properties are still in my LLC. And I also have that money to buy more properties. I've even done the Burr strategy where we refinance to pull the cash out. Charles, how important is it for us to get away from conventional loans to start looking at things like commercial loans or bundled loans or portfolio loans that is not a normal way that they actually, people like these companies, these banks, they want to make sure they're working with a business that knows that they that they have experience, they know what they're doing, they're not gonna lose their money. Talk to us a little bit about that. Absolutely. So the conventional loans, um, they're great to get you started. And you know, it, it's, it's probably one of the best things that you have as, as a new investor uh, there are other great ways that you can raise money too, but conventional loan is 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 definitely one of the best um, to get started. But as you, uh, we're talking about we're talking about retiring. We're talking about retiring in, in three years. So, so one of the things um, that that conventional loans do is you know they they sort of limit how much you can put under your personal name. I I think it's about ten properties, and and some banks they don't want you to have more than four or five on your name. And so when you get to that point. 
is going to be so instrumental and so important to to start looking at commercial loans and other types of funding so that you can continue to grow your business. As a matter of fact, um, I'm looking um, into, um, you know, uh, taking all of my properties out of conventional and moving them over to a commercial loan, especially while, you know, we're, we're experiencing such low rates right now because, you know, I, I, I want to continue to grow my business and to reach my goal. And so, so having having um, your properties um, in the in the commercial loans and and private loans is going to help you so much so much to, um, faster to to scale your business up. And as you are planning your entire strategy to quit your job or retire in three years, think of all these different ways. And oh, remember, I also have all the links in the description. You guys are awesome. We will see you guys in the next one. We'll see you.